Imagine yourself on a beach. The waves are lapping at the shore. It's beautiful and sunny out. You have sunken your toes into the sand and pretty much gotten sand all over you, but you're enjoying yourself. No one else is around, and in front of you is a large cove of water, the sea. You decide to go for a swim. It's a beautiful day, and as you get into the water, you have a special ability. That is, you can swim underwater without holding your breath. As you sink under the water, you enjoy the mutedness of it all. It's quiet down here. The water's clear and the sights are beautiful. Some fish and coral, sand on the bottom, and you swim. What is so relaxing about this is that you don't have the outside world making noises. No phones, no cars, no TV, no demands. Just you underwater. It's very peaceful. You swim and you swim, never tiring. You're most relaxed when you're down on the bottom looking up at the sky through the clear water. You hear sounds of the water moving and but it's muted. It's, it's a sound like no other. It's peaceful. It's growing dark outside so you know you don't have much longer to swim. Take every last moment to explore the cove and the water and the sand underneath. Almost falling asleep, you're watching the sky. All of a sudden, a dark shadow goes over you. And you immediately notice that it's a boat. This boat is about 12 foot long. And it goes over you and you decide to watch it. Not too far from you, it causes itself to anchor. And not too long after that, you see nets go down. You hadn't seen that many fish, and not sure that they're going to catch much. And you observe them. You see some movement on top of the boat, but you can't really tell who they are. Suddenly realizing you're probably scaring the fish away, you decide to swim to shore. And as you're drying off, laying on the beach, the sun is about to go down. It's a glorious sight. You can hear the fishermen talking and arguing a little bit, thinking that they're not going to catch very much. You notice a man is walking towards you on the beach. He's wearing robes. And then you know who it is. It's Jesus. He's coming towards you pretty fast. But not looking like he's exerting himself at all. He has a big smile on his face. You move to get up. But he immediately stops you. And says, no, no. Stay seated. 
And when the God of heaven tells you to stay seated, you stay seated. He comes and sits beside you. And with a smile of a tender parent towards his child, he gives you a hug. Did you enjoy your swim, he asks. I did, Father. It was wonderful and peaceful. It was a gift. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. Sometimes I need you to worship me, he says. Sometimes I need you to just listen. And sometimes we can just be friends discussing things. So let's just discuss. It's okay with you talking to the God of the universe. You'll do whatever he asks. You smile. You're very content with this. Because he is so many things. He gestures to the boat out in the cove. I come for them. Lord, is that the disciples? Quizzically, you have gone back in time. It is. What are they doing? I don't think they're going to catch very much, you ask him. Will they? They'll only catch what I let them catch. You see, they're not really supposed to be out there. Why's that, Lord? Because they should be here waiting for me, not on the sea. Do you mind if we build a fire? And you're good with that. So Jesus makes a fire beside you and you help him. The warmth of the fire is encouraging. And he settles down to tell you what you need to hear. What was the disciples doing out there? They moved the boat over to the other side of the cove looking for fish. You tell Jesus, I'm afraid I probably scared the fish away today. Oh no, that's not you. That's not the problem. The problem is, is I've asked them to wait. And instead of waiting, they went back and did what they have always done, fish. But see, now I have a different task for them. Their lives will never be the same. They no longer need to be fishing. You observe them out in the cove. Hmm. So they were just supposed to wait? Just wait on you to tell them what to do? That's it. That's all they needed to do. But they decided they couldn't wait. They had to do something. You see, they don't totally trust me. And when they do trust me, we will do amazing things. You consider Jesus. But how do you know? How do you know when to go forward and stay or wait? Sometimes I get confused. My child, he said to me, sometimes you do before you wait. You get impatient and you think something's better than nothing. But it isn't. 
see, they're out there fishing. But they will never bring in the fish until I let them bring in the fish. They've wasted a whole night. They've wasted their energy. They worry for nothing. For no reason. You think about this. You have done this before. You try to put yourself in their place. Waiting on God is so hard. His timing is perfect and you know that. But just doing nothing? You could see where they did that. He said, I will be making them breakfast in the morning. Would you help me? And of course you will. And you do. You build the fire bigger and there's fish and bread. He said, we'll eat before they come. And makes you some. It's the best breakfast you've ever had. And that you would never have thought thought of eating fish for breakfast. It is a comfortable, quiet, peaceful conversation. But you know in your heart, he's trying to tell you something. Wait on God. Wait on him. Enjoy life. But don't just go and do something to do something. It shows your lack of faith. He looks to you and says, I love them. They are my brothers and they are my children. It's not easy to understand, but they will learn because you are a fruit of what they learn. I must prepare them as if I must repair you. Wait on me. When you're not sure, wait. You will learn this, and it will please me. You sit beside the Lord until the dawn. And you know it is time for you to go. For history must be made. Lord, I will do what you ask me to do. And I will wait on you. He said, before you go, at least watch them catch some fish.